Welcome to Let's Book Clients, the podcast, where we provide actionable marketing steps and mindset tips to help you find and book the right clients who trust you on a consistent basis so you can stop feeling overwhelmed, stuck, and stressed and start feeling like the amazing, unstoppable entrepreneur that I know you are. My name is Michelle Braswell, and I'm right here with you along the way with two bite-sized episodes per week. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's get started. Well, hello there, and welcome to 2023. In this episode, we're talking about the most effective way to set goals so that you actually achieve them. And I said welcome to 2023 because this episode is airing the first week of January in 2023. But if you're catching it later, stay with me. Do not skip this episode. It still applies. Goal setting is really important to do any time of year, and you can always sit down for a few minutes and do these super actionable things to help you reach your goals and beyond. You know, I was talking to my friend Suzanne about goal setting, and I told her that I was doing a training in my group about goal setting, and I asked her if she does goal setting, and she was like, uh, yes, I do, and I hate it. If you are in that camp of hating goal setting, And especially if you're kind of against it because setting goals feels like it restricts you, listen to the end and I'll show you how to overcome that and get the best of both worlds. That's what she said. She's like, I hate setting goals because it makes me feel like I am restricted by them. Well, I have a way that that I set my goals that is not restrictive. So stay to the end and we're going to talk about that in our hot tip. The fact is that those who set goals and write them down and tell them to someone else for accountability are twice as likely to achieve them. And I even think that's a pretty low statistic. I think it's even more likely that you're going to achieve your goal when you give it to somebody else and you are accountable for it and you write it down. In this episode, we're going to go over the most important thing to do before you start your goal setting for 2023. We're going to talk about how to make your goals attainable. And we're going to talk about a few examples of some of my goals that I have set for myself, my family, and my business. And as always, we're going to have your hot tip. I personally love hearing other people's goals. I think it's really inspiring. So I'll share a few of mine with you in this episode. So let's get to it. The most important thing to do before you set any goals is to reflect. This does not have to be anything fancy. Just think back or flip back through your planner or even your phone pictures. I love flipping back through my phone pictures and list out five things that you're grateful that happened in 2023. List them out, whether you're writing out your goals by hand or on your computer, however you're going to write out your goals, you're going to list your grateful things in that same format. It's because this exercise helps you see how far you've come. It inspires you to do more and it really just gets those creative juices flowing and get you started without staring at a blank page. That's why you're doing it in the same format that you're setting your goals in. I also like to set a word or a phrase for the year. My word for this year is collab. I love collaborating with people. I love networking. I love teaching about networking. It's always front and center in my business, but I have a few projects that I just really want to collaborate with people on. So if you are someone who also likes a good collaboration, shoot me an email and we will set something up. My email is friends at letsbookclients.com. We can talk about that later, but this is a great time to set your word for the year. If it has come to you already, like if you've got a few words of the year rolling around in your head, nail that down now. Or if you don't, I'll tell you what, what you can do to inspire that. I personally do this word of the year. I think about it probably, I start thinking about it in the fall, but I just, before I set my goals and it helps me keep my goals in check. But if your word hasn't come to you yet, you can set your goals and then use your goals to inspire your word. And then your word can help you keep your goals in check. It kind of works both ways. 
So let's get into how to set those goals. I like to make a kind of vague, overreaching goal and then break it down using the goal-setting framework called SMART. My goal statement for the year is that I want to be a better and healthier wife, mom, daughter, sister, friend, and business owners. Uh, business owner. I say that about Joe and I because we are business owners together, but um, this is for me personally. We do our goals together too, but we're talking about your personal goals here. But see how that goal statement is really vague? It inspires me, but there's nothing measurable or attainable there. There's nothing that is specific. It's just to be better. And that's not how we're going to set our main goals. That's just, you know, I constantly, we all constantly just want to be better, right? But this is where the SMART framework comes in. It it narrows in that thought that we just, you know, we start the year and we're like, I'm going to be better this year. All right, here's how it works. The idea behind SMART goals is to create goals that are clear, achievable, and trackable. And here's a breakdown of each element of SMART goals. By the way, each letter in the word SMART is one of the steps in the framework. So we're going we're gonna to go through that now. The S in SMART stands for specific. Your goals should be clear and specific with a specific outcome in mind. Instead of setting a general goal like improve my business, we're going to set a specific goal like increase my revenue by 20% in the next six months. See how specific that is? And then make sure it's measurable. That last example was also measurable. Your goals should be measurable so you can track your progress and see how far you've come. Instead of setting a goal to improve my website, set a goal to increase website traffic by 50% in the next three months. See how measurable that is? And then the A is achievable. Your goals should be realistic and achievable. Given your resources and current commitments, that that level helps you know what is achievable for you. Now, I also like to stretch, and we'll talk about that in a minute, is important to challenge yourself, but it's also really important to set goals that are realistically achievable. And then R is relevant. Your goals should be relevant to your long-term vision and priorities. Make sure that your goals align with your values and the direction you want to take your business. Check those values and make sure that your goals align with your values too. A lot of times people don't talk about that. And then the T is time-bound. Your goals should have a clear deadline to help you stay focused and motivated. Instead of setting a goal to improve my social media presence, set a goal to increase my social media following by 500 in the next three months. Now, that's a big one. Like, I don't think that's super achievable. I mean, it, it is achievable, but it's a more of a stretch goal. But it's just an example of keeping it time bound. I don't necessarily keep my my goals at the full year, all of them. I like to break them down by quarter. This is how I break them down. I like to break mine down by the year, like I said it for the year, and then break it down by quarter. I always work in threes. Like everything I do pretty much is in threes and doing three big goals for the year really helps me like three big ones. I break it down a little bit further than that, but I'll do three big goals for the year. And I recommend everybody do it this way. I learned this from Michael Hyatt, who is an absolute genius. If you haven't read his books, run out and do that. But three big goals for the year that leads into three things to do for each month or goals to have for each month that work toward that big goal for the year, the three big goals. And then three things to do each week that go toward the three monthly things. And then even some days, depends on what I got going on, some days three things to do for that day that lead toward the three things for the week. Now, 
I'm not saying only set three goals, but those are kind of my main rocks for the year. You could have three main rocks. I actually have nine goals, but they all break into three categories. I kind of love having nine because I made a Canva template that I update every year and it has nine squares in it because it's a virtual vision board and it fits perfectly on the lock screen of my phone and it works as a fun reminder throughout my every day. That nine worked well for me in that and it like it aligns with the way that I set my goals and the way I work in threes. So I really love that. A few of mine include having a specific meeting with my husband, Joe, every week, some specific health goals and specific spiritual goals. Now, yesterday, it's only January 4th, and yesterday, me and Joe had a meeting, so it's it's going well. A couple of the specifics inside those goals include walking 25 miles by April 1st. I mean, that is super easy and attainable. So come April 1st, I'll be like, well, I crushed that. You know, I'm not going to limit myself to the 25 miles. I'm going to do more than that, obviously. But I set myself up like I want my future self to be encouraged by what my past self did. So I'm going to be like, crushed it. And then I will adjust that goal April 1st for quarter two. And that keeps me really motivated and I can always reset it. Another goal for my year is to read through the New Testament of the Bible. I always set a goal to read through the whole Bible, and I've never achieved it. Having it more broken out like this makes me feel like I can do it, and I really, I will do it. I also break down my multiple revenue streams so that I can keep paying attention to them and not get off track. All of my marketing stays strategic this way, and I don't get caught up in posting too much off the cuff, although I do enjoy posting off the cuff from time to time, and I will still add that in. I just won't let it distract me from the plan. I especially have to keep my more passive revenue streams front and center because they're the ones that are easier to overlook and to kind of let go on autopilot because they're They are on autopilot, my systems, and the systems are good, but that doesn't mean that they can't be better and that they can't grow. So here's your hot tip. Number one, sit down and do this. Like, really do sit down and do it now. You can hit play and pause throughout this actionable episode as you go. Let me just be in your ear cheering you on. And then number two, think about making those three goals. And as you're making them, make one of those easily attainable, one harder, and one that stretches you so that you like you make a goal that you know you won't achieve this solves the problem that we talked about at the beginning of the episode where people feel like their goals are restricting them if you set one that stretches you and feels unachievable that having that one isn't setting you up for failure it's not i promise do not worry about having a big goal that makes you feel like a failure it's not setting you up for failure it's creating a vision and a feeling that the sky's the limit and it makes those other two feel a lot more attainable you know how we we do our pricing in sets of 3 with one of the one of the things in your pricing you know you do this probably in your packages one of your packages is the most expensive and that makes your other two look more affordable. So that's kind of the same way that this system in creating your goals and having one that's a stretch, it makes those other two feel a lot more attainable. There's lots of benefits in having the three like this, having one attainable, having one that pushes you, and then having one that stretches you. But just trust me, do your three goals this way and we'll see how it goes throughout the year. I can't wait to hear this from you about how it's going. 
I personally love doing mine handwritten. It makes it feel so much more personal and actionable. I use Shelly Antis' marketing planner for entrepreneurs. I love handwriting in it because the pages are really soft and smooth. And actually, if you're listening to this before January 9th, we are giving one of those planners away along with a three-month pass into my business coaching membership, Let's Book Clients the Membership. So this is a giveaway you're going to want to enter if you're listening before January 9th. Just go to letsbookclients.com backslash giveaway. As always, again, if it's past January 9th, you can still go to that page to get more information about both products and go to our website and you'll find all kinds of really good resources on that. I like to keep the episodes relevant, even if the time has passed. So we always try to keep those uh, URLs active, even if the date has passed. So go ahead and go to it either way, and you'll get lots of fun resources and you can enter the giveaway. As always, again, thank you so much for being here with me where we learn, grow, and connect together. And we will see you on the next episode.